Hey friend, are you having trouble fitting in a part-time job and being a mom? Do you wanna have more time to pour into your kids? Are you Googling time management and organization hacks? In this podcast, you will find personalized systems that will set you free from overwhelm, stress, and missing out on precious moments with your kids. My mission is to equip you to have more time by using time management and organizational tools. If you are ready to let go of the stress of trying to do it all, balance a part-time job and being a mom, then you are in the right place, my friend. Hi, I'm Michelle, a mom to three energetic kids, a wife to an amazing guy, and a daughter of the king. For years, I tried to manage my home, be a busy mom, and pour into my kids, but I felt guilty that I was putting my to-do list over time with my kids. I felt overwhelmed and stressed. I realized that I needed to manage my time wisely and plan margin into my day so that I could say yes to my kids when they asked. It is on my heart to help other moms to have more time to manage all the things and pour into their family without feeling guilt or overwhelmed. If you are ready to finally feel at peace, to know how to manage your time so that you can say yes to your kids, to know that that to-do list will get done, my friend, grab that lukewarm coffee and pop in those earbuds. It's time to get this party started. Hey friends, I am super excited to have Polly from Horatio Printing talk to us today. She is incredible and amazing, and I'm super excited about the options that she has. She has an amazing printing company called Horatio Printing, and they make the most beautiful planners ever. So I'm excited to get to talk to her today and talk a little bit about balance and being a working mom and all the things. So Polly, good to see you. Yeah, I'm so glad to be here. Thanks for having me today and excited to connect with your listeners and Let's have a good chat about all things planning and balance. So tell us a little bit more about your printing company and how you got started with that and how amazing it is. <laughs> oh, well, that's sweet. That's sweet. I started Horatio Printing eight years ago. I was basically a mess. Not going to say I'm a complete not mess anymore. I think People think because I started a planner company, I'm super type A and like organized and I'm more organized than I used to be for sure. But I'm an absolute mess. I always have been so forgetful, easily stressed. And so planning has always just been like a necessity for me. Like I have to write it down or I'm stressed or I just completely forget. I've got like an hour long memory and then it's gone. So anyways, it kind of came out of necessity. I've always been a planner person since like middle school when they'd give you a planner at school. Like I was the kid on the last day of school still using it. But yeah, so I started Horatio Printing in New York City. I was working in marketing and advertising for a couple of years. I kind of worked my way up the corporate ladder and really built like a successful career. And I just knew there was something more. Like I was saying, my life was a pretty big mess. And I knew that I had these dreams on the back burner. I felt like there was something more for me. And I had this desire to start a business, didn't know what it was going to be, tried a couple things that failed. And then eventually I really just had this calling from God to stop 
wasting my time and to take control of my schedule so that I can do dreams that he had in my heart. So I started the company, made my first planner, launched that. And from there, we just kept expanding the line of planners and Bible studies. And then we did subscription boxes for a few years. We've done all kinds of different things because I really love creating stuff. But my tried and true thing that I always create every year is a planner, of course. So that's kind of in a nutshell of how it all came about. And after a year and a half of doing it, I was able to quit my corporate job and do that full time. Awesome. They're so beautiful. I love the fact that there's scripture in them and there's just the way that they're laid out. There's lots of space to think about things and write things down because I'm the same way. If I don't write it down, it's gone. (laughs) So I forget, or I just love the way that it's so beautifully done of being very versatile. You can use it no matter what kind of person you are. If you're very plan oriented, or if you're not that it gives you lots of freedom in the fact of trying to put down all your information. And if you just want to write prayer requests in different spots every month or every week or whatever, there's space to do that. If you want to write things that you want to be intentional about that week, I just love that there's lots of room. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's a minimalist design for sure. And I did that on purpose because I don't like things to be too busy. Like when I open up a planner and there's like 50 things to fill out every week and like all these boxes and there's just, no, there's no white space. We crave white space in our schedules, you know, in our brain, like we want, I want margin. So I really wanted the design to be clean and something that it feels like a blank canvas that you can make your own. You can make it colorful. You can add stickers or you can keep it clean. That's kind of what I like. And of course it has space for you to write, like you said, weekly intentions, crafting a personal growth plan. There's a lot of work at the front of the planner to help you set up your year, like your bucket list, even generosity planning, heart check, where you write down who do I need to forgive and what fears are holding me back. There's a lot of personal growth in the front that is really intentional because the planner itself is less about all you have to do. And it's more about helping you become because if you can become who you're supposed to become, you will naturally do what you're called to do. And that's really the epiphany that this journey has brought me to is like, it's less about what you do and who you're becoming because you will bear the fruit that you're called to bear as you grow into who you're supposed to uniquely become, not copying someone else or trying to follow someone else's path, but truly becoming who God called you to become. So yeah, that's the planner. And I could go on and on about it, but I don't want to <laughs> I know. I just love it. I love all the design things that you have. And then it's like super beautifully made and that you don't skimp on your products, that it's like the paper's beautiful and all the stuff that goes with it is just so classic. But as you said, it's very white space. So it makes it feel very clean and organized. I think a lot of us crave that because we crave balance in trying to do all of our mom stuff and all of our home stuff and all of our work stuff. And there are always voices and things from the world feeding into us that we need that space, as you said, to let your brain just rest and take a break. Yes. Yes. In finding balance, how do you find balance with working, being a mom of two little ones? And I forgot your youngest is 10 months, 10 months. 
Well, ten it'll be months. 10 months, probably by the time this airs, the 29th. So, oh you know, gosh. he'll be in the 10 month. Yeah. I love talking about balance. And it's the one thing I think I get asked the most. I think I have found balance, but when I say balance, I don't mean perfection. I think sometimes we think like balancing it all is this picture of perfection that we see other people doing online or portraying because it's all, that's all a lie. No one is truly perfect and balancing it everything like cat in the hat on top of the ball. You know what I mean? Like we're just, we're not. And so I think the biggest thing with balance is doing your best. I'm doing my best and I'm balancing what I can. And that's kind of like the misnomer that I want to clear up before I say or claim that I'm quote unquote balancing it all. I'm not doing it perfectly. I'm certainly not doing it all on my own. I have hardcore recognized that I need help in all areas of my life, spiritually, Jesus helped me. In my marriage, Jesus helped me. In my home, I have a cleaner that comes in once a month that just kind of helps me deep clean because that's hard. It's first time homeowners. So this is the first house I've like actually cared about. Like, oh my gosh, like if we don't do this, it's really gonna pile up. You know, I'm just I've been renting for over a decade because in New York, obviously, like I wouldn't even dream of buying it there. So, anyways. It's about getting help and like knowing I need help, looking at the week and seeing what my time is. But apart from that, just wanted to lay the foundation that I am no picture of perfection. But in terms of balance, I think what really helps me focus and stay balanced is clarity. I need clarity on what my priorities are in general and then for the week or for the day. Like what is my priority And then second is I need clarity on my time. How am I spending my time? Which is why I love the planner, which is why I love my systems. And then priority on my boundaries. If you have clarity on your priorities, you'll have clarity on your boundaries. Because if something doesn't fit in your priorities, it's a distraction. You know what I mean? It's your priorities really help you see who you're becoming. And if you're asked to do something or there's some sort of distraction that doesn't align with your priorities, you can have a boundary on it. And I know those are kind of vague answers. So I could definitely break down how to do that more practically. But in terms of like my priorities in the front of the planner, there's a wheel and that wheel is basically like the wheel of life. It has eight different slices of pie on it. And there's a slice for your spiritual life, your personal life, your financial life. If you're married, you can have a slice for marriage. If you're a mom, you can have a slice for mom, professional, your home, because that's an extension of you. And I'm probably missing one. I said spiritual. Anyways, there's eight of them, right? And uh, those are your top priorities. Those are the areas of your life that make up who you are and who you're becoming. And there's probably an area that you're feeling really discouraged in or an area you're crushing. And so sitting down to get clarity on your priorities and look at it, I'm a visual learner. So just seeing the wheel and how I'm doing in those areas from there, I create a weekly fundamental needs list, which that's learned from Chelsea Joe and her amazing system. Shout out to Chelsea Joe and the Systemize Your Life Academy. She came in and actually helped rewrite part of my planner to incorporate her training because I loved it that much. And so in my week, I have actions that I fit into my schedule that help me with these priorities. And if I can crush those eight actions in my week, I'm in balance. And it's like that simple. And those things can be so simple. The actions can be so simple. 
And what's great is after you do it for a while, they become habit and you hardly have to think about it. And then when you stop doing them, you're like, oh, I got this. And you quit doing your, well, for me, it's meal prepping and it's an art night with my daughter and it's a quiet time. And if you're like, oh, I'm good. I don't need the quiet time anymore. And you go a week, you're like, oh my gosh, I really miss that. Like it's affecting me. I'm out of balance for my marriage. One of the things that I do every week with my husband is we sit down and do a journal the marriage journal. And we answer these six questions and it's crazy because sometimes we go out of town. We do it on Sunday night. Sometimes we go out of town and we don't do it. We don't take the journal with us. And we go two weeks without filling it in. And we are at each other's throats. <laughs> like It's wild. And then when we sit down to do this journal and answer these six questions, it's like we both can take a breath of fresh air. We air out our grievances. It gives us a platform to like speak freely and I'm a free speaker. I obviously, I mean, I don't really hold back in the moment. My husband is very much more reserved. He'll kind of hold back. He doesn't like to like press his needs. And so the journal is just such a great opportunity to like lay it all out there. Anyway, so these are the actions I do on a weekly basis to stay balanced. And then from there, it's about your time, just knowing where I'm at in the day. Am I working? Am I focused on the family? Like what block am I in? And then lastly, like the boundaries, it's a whole thing. And like, I do have a free training for anybody that buys the planner. You get an entire course with the planner this year that walks you through this in detail. So if you're like, I like this, I want more, like you can grab the planner and then you get access to the entire course that really helps you break these down step-by-step. I love that. I love how simple it is of like, there are these eight different areas and you just have to like focus on each one of those areas because it seems life seems so complicated and so busy and you have pieces that are being thrown at you all the time. I love just the idea of, okay, in my spiritual life, what is my one goal? And in my marriage, what is my one goal? Mm -hmm. And so I love that of like, is it a date night that you want to have every week? Is it a journal? Mm -hmm. I think that's a great idea because I know my husband is more like introspective too. And so he won't, he doesn't verbally process. So to do a journal where you have a time to process, but it's not verbally, you can kind of think about it and reflect and write down stuff. I can see how you could really connect a little bit more with that. So oh, it's great. One of the questions is like, what's a big dream? craving or desire when it's like, I love that. Like, I want to hear my husband's dreams. Like I want to hear what he has. Cause he doesn't always share them with me. I'm the one over there. Blah, 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 here's all my dreams, you know, like, or I, I just take over for sure. in like the conversation side of things. And so he hears a lot and I don't get a lot from him because he doesn't just overshare like I do. If that makes sense. Maybe that's somewhat of a common thing. I don't want to overgeneralize men like that, but that's where it is for us. And that's just wonderful. I love knowing what, what's on his mind for the next week or the next season or the big dream, you know, and just to do that weekly with him is just such a great connection. And I would have a date night as our thing, but we don't always do a date night. I really like to set the bar low. I mean, really like make it something simple that you can accomplish and if you add on a date night that week, great. And honestly, when we sit down to do the journal, we always look at the week ahead and we just kind of share like, okay, what's going on this week? And that's where we can go, you want to have a date night? And like, we can talk about it together, plan a night. I can go off and get the sitter. And so just doing the journal usually 
builds this connection of like, let's do a date night this week, or what do we have going on? This week looks kind of light. Let's have a date night, or we have company coming. Let's prepare for that. How can I support you while we have company at the house? And talking about that kind of stuff is just so nice, setting expectations or before a big trip, because that stuff can be so tough on your relationship, traveling, wrangling the kids and packing everything. Those little things keep us in balance. And if my marriage is out of balance, everything's out of balance. If your spiritual life's out of balance, everything's out of balance. If your finances are out of balance, everything's out of balance. So it's just finding that low bar of like, let's get back to balance. And then everything else that gets thrown your way, right? Like for me, it's, oh my gosh, my kids' nails need to be clipped. And like, oh my gosh, like this happens. And like, oh my gosh, I have not washed behind their ears in so long. And like all this mom guilt piles on, right? And you're like, I'm so out of balance. Like there's all these things I have not done and I am terrible. We have this ticker tape in our head of like mom guilt and all the things we're not doing. And that's where it comes back to like, I'm doing my best with what I got and like giving yourself grace. And one day at a time and one thing at a time, because that's never going to end. And like at the end of the day, all you can do is be as present as possible in the time that you have with your kids and just be there. And then when I go to work, I'm there. But when I, with my kids, I'm there. When they go to sleep, I'm not with them. I'm wherever, you know, I'm like with my husband or hanging out or catching up on an email or whatever it is. So I hope that makes sense. But that's my, my picture of balance. And I'm, it's just about doing the best you can. Yeah. I love that. Cause that's where so many of us are at. We're just, we always as moms have that ticker tape, as you said, where I've heard it explained as like, you have a computer and moms can always, or women can always minimize stuff, but they can't fully delete it. Guys can delete stuff fully. And so they're like one window type thing, but I have like 15 windows open and I can minimize them, but I'm in the back of my brain. They're always like, Oh, I didn't do this. Or as you said, I didn't clip the kids nails or I didn't like, Oh yeah, there's that thing. We crafted bring library books to the library, you know, and like, where does that all fit in? And so I love the idea of just like giving yourself some grace. And as you said, don't shoot for the stars, Mm -hmm. shoot for like what you have right here. Like, okay, let's just do these six questions together that are at home and Mm -hmm. let's just connect. And then yes, if we can go on a date, great. Or if we can go on a vacation, (laughs) great. Yeah, it is. that's really, I've started doing the power hour at the beginning of work after my quiet time. And that's been so helpful because like I have a little notepad next to my computer here and like I already have a list of like what I'm on power hour for tomorrow. Like I have to send Christine something and Nicole and Jamie and just little the knickknack things you have to like the squirrel brain tasks you're going to go do. And like today I've crushed my power hour stuff and it's those little to-dos that come up and you could have a power hour for your kids and you just keep this little list. You set the timer, you get as many of them done as you can and you move that to tomorrow. It could be the same for like, if you're drowning in housework or you're drowning in kids to-dos or whatever, like just having this timer of the day where you do those things and whatever you don't get done, you put it on the list for tomorrow I've learned a lot from Chelsea Joe with this stuff too, in terms of like, I do a routine stack at night after the kids go to bed of putting my house to bed. And then I'm like, okay, I'm set for tomorrow. Like the bottles are washed. They're drying. The kids' book bags are where they need to be. The water bottles are washed. 
all that kind of stuff. Little mm. things like that in my schedule help me to compartmentalize when I'm going to get that stuff done. So, right. I think that's so important, especially like getting everything. It's those little things of like, okay, I pack lunches. I tend to pack the lunch for the next day at dinner time because I have everything out. So it's kind of a batching. You're doing batching at that same time because you have all the food out to make dinner. You just pack the lunches at the same time. But it's that getting everything ready the day before so that that morning and that day is so much easier and you can concentrate on what you have to do and what's in front of you rather than scurry around and being like, ah, we don't have a book bags and the bottles aren't washed and they need their water bottle. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And that was today, honestly, this morning I had to wash bottles and we didn't even take a water bottle to school and my husband had to go take it up. So it's, I also want to paint the fact that like, I don't always have it all together for sure. It's just a matter of like doing the best you can and getting those things into a better routine. And I'm learning day by day, testing out new things and seeing what's working for us. And you just have to give yourself grace and breathe. I think, like I said before, we have this picture of perfection that we think we're supposed to obtain. And it's impossible for so many reasons. One of them being life's constantly changing. You could have a picture perfect day. Tomorrow's going to be completely different. You know, like things change as your kids get older. What they need changes, how they need it changes. My son's 10 months old and he just started crawling like two months ago. Life changed, like life changed. He's crawling. He's going up the stairs. He's getting into everything. You know, like everything stops. I'm like, okay, well, what worked before doesn't work now. That balance just completely changes, so. It still happens when they're older. Like we had one kid got sick and then, oh, suddenly we can't go to things and like everything stops and then they're home from school and then you do other things and somebody else got sick or we had issues with something else. So it's always changing. There's always something that's new and interesting. I think that's what keeps life kind of fresh because you think, okay, I have my plan. I'm all ready to go. I'm on top of it. I'm ready for this day. And then- Boom, something happens out of the air. Like, can't find your library book five minutes before you're supposed to leave for school, like this morning. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think it's important to have those realistic expectations with yourself. And that's why, like, I do love having the plan. Because, for example, today I wrote out my plan for the day. I know you guys can't see this, but I got my daily notepad. And it has my top three things for today. And I've got my schedule of when I'm in my work block and what I'm doing before and after my work block. And in my work block, I had quiet time, power hour. I've got a call at three. I had some calls between 12 and two. So when I look at this, I only have three hours of working on projects. That means I can't do 10 projects today. Like knowing how much time I have to get stuff done, I can be realistic with myself versus piling on so much stuff in my day and then going to bed feeling like a failure because I didn't get to it. Like right. that's the big thing about balance. You can never be in balance if you are having complete unrealistic expectations of what you can accomplish in the time that you have. That's why looking at your time and having full clarity on your time is key to balance because if you actually only have two hours to work, but you've given yourself eight hours to accomplish, you're never going to feel like you're in balance because you're misreading your time. So that's why it's important to have that schedule and to look at your time and say, 
all right, well, that means I've got two hours. And what can I actually realistically accomplish in that time? You know, what project makes sense to dig my teeth into that matters the most? So I have that clarity in my month. I have that clarity in my week. And I have that clarity in my day. And because of that, I can go to bed going, oh, I did my top three. Yay. I was realistic with myself. And that helps you with balance. That's huge. And that also helps you with lots of mental issues. As you said, you don't get negative on yourself of like, I didn't do these 20 things and I had all these things to do and I have them to do tomorrow. And it just keeps that negative tape keeps rolling versus I only had two hours and I finished five things in two hours and that was pretty good. And so these other things, I'm going to wait until tomorrow when I have another block and being positive about the fact of how much you got accomplished and that that was realistic versus like the 20 things that you didn't get done. Exactly. <laughs> oh, this is so fun talking with you. I love the idea of grace and giving yourself balance and not shooting for the moon, but shooting for what you can accomplish and then working through that. So simple. Give yourself grace for sure. <laughs> we all need a little bit of extra grace. Well, thank you, Polly, for your time. Where can people find you if they want to check out your things? Yeah, so you can go to HoratioPrinting.com. That's H-O-R-A-C-I-O Printing.com. And I also have this really special new program that I launched for those of you listening who maybe have the dream to create your own devotional or planner or journal. I've been creating luxury paper products for many years, and I finally just started sharing my secrets. And so I do have a workshop, ratioprinting.com forward slash free workshop to learn how to print your own thing. If you're interested in the process and the cost and the timeline and how all that works, I'm sharing all the details over there. So I'd love to connect with you there as well. I think that's so beautiful. If somebody has in their heart that they want to start a book or a journal, or it doesn't necessarily have to be a planner. It can be all kinds of things that Any you're printing. It, yeah, yeah. I love it. Thank you, Polly, for your time. Well, thanks for I having me. Have really a great you. day. You too. Did this podcast bless you? Did you learn something new? Did this podcast encourage you? Please, please leave our mom a review. Pretty please. I hope you loved today's episode, friend. I pray it blessed you, encouraged you, or challenged you in some new way that is helping you. If so, would you stop right now and share this episode with someone else that needs community too? I also would love if you could take 30 seconds for me and leave me a review on Apple Podcast. This is the only way that I know that you are actually enjoying the show and that it is blessing you. Plus, it makes me happy to hear from you. Come on over to our free community, birdmichelle.com, and grab your free gifts. I have free productivity programs and everything you need to know about working with me, taking my courses, or connecting. Lastly, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast so that you don't miss an episode.